Happy Monday. Wow. Man. Here it is. Gird your loins, people. Whether we like it or not. Yeah, my loins are girded. (laughs) Always. This week's going to be a tough one. However, I may have sharded my pants on the way. (laughs) Was it a bad drive? No, it's just a little tricky, like Lee was mentioning. You know, you just got to be aware of that fact that if you're going to, if it looks a little wet, treat it like it's slick because I came from uh, the heave this morning. I tacked on about 10 minutes to the commute just to kind of play it safe. And boy, it got chewed up pretty quick because, uh, from Parley Summit on the back half on the uh, Wasatch back there, um, really is. It's kind of like that. What do you call that uh, that snow that's like crystallized snow? It's ice, but it's just, yeah, or something. Good one, Deb. Yeah, it is. It's one of those things. I I don't know. You mean like grapple? I well, I guess, but it's just really light. But it's it's uh, it's just enough. I mean, it's fifteen degrees on the. You know, in that area, uh, not much different over here either. Uh, it's just cold this morning, and so you get a little bit of that uh, snow flying, uh, that crystallization stuff. Yeah, it just freezes right up. And so uh, I, uh, I'd i hate to – I mean, I don't want to say wish bad luck upon anybody, but it, there could be some uh, some slide-offs and stuff happening in that particular area too on the Wasatch back, so be careful because it's all the way from the summit all the way through Jordanelle and into Heber City if you're going that direction. Uh, right now, it is cold. It is 13 degrees and cloudy downtown. Today, you sure do look pretty today. Dave, you sure do look pretty today. Yeah, we're all in black, aren't we? Yeah, but uh, you kind of smell like weed. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was weed. Yeah, no, I uh, told her, I says, man, if you get a little bit of propane sprayed on your uh, jacket, it really it sticks around. Like? No, it doesn't smell like that. I'm just saying the stench stays around for quite a while. I mean, it's just a little bit, you know. Um, and somebody once said that uh, women are attracted to the smell of propane, and so I... Whew, Oh, yeah. Then you're a chick magnet today. Yeah, I don't want to wash this off. Uh, My wife has been all over me all weekend long and so on. (laughs) No, it's, um, my gosh, it's a a wintry wonderland, isn't it, out there? We've got a mess down in Utah County. We'll keep you up to date on that uh, every 15 minutes throughout the morning, along with some other areas that are popping up here. Put your Argyle sweater on today because it is cold. Yeah. It's National Argyle Day today. Yeah, you need to... Um, grab it's, that uh, crocheted uh, afghan too that your grandma made you. It's the it's... pattern derived from the tartan of the clan Campbell in <laughs> okay. Western Scotland. All right. Well, uh, you, what you could do is if you get a little stressed out, it's National Bubble Bath Day today. Just get in there and let Calgon, let Calgon take, take, you, take away. you away. Yeah, your bubbles and troubles will go down the drain. And then once you get out, uh, your troubles are back. Once you get out, you need to moisturize because it's National Winter Skin Day today. Winter Skin Relief Day today. Yeah. So. Uh, do you have? Do you get winter skin? I think so. Yeah. A little dry. Yeah. Seems like it's drier in the winter. Especially around here in these parts, seems like we uh, we lack for that humidity and that moisture in the air. Uh, it's definitely going to be National Clean Your Desk Day today. Uh, get your. You gonna clean your desk off, David? Oh. You've got calendars on there from like 2015. I do. I got to get rid of some of them. 
However, I brought in my dong calendar. Oh, good. Yeah, somebody gave me a calendar. (laughs) Dave, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, went to nature's formations. Yeah, it is. Nature's dongs. That's the, um, that's the title of the calendar. You're going to hang that up in the sales office. Yeah, I am. And, um, because Mindy and Amber will probably like that. Man, I'm so excited. In fact, I had to pry it out of my wife's hands. (laughs) Just say, honey. It Honey, look, I've it got it. It's a little worn. I've got. Well, I know. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. She ripped out the centerfold part of this. <laughs> it's missing. It's missing Goblin Valley. It is. Uh, look at all those. Holy <laughs> crap! Yeah, new dongs for 2024. So uh, it, it there's all kinds of different formations and uh, and I don't know um, who who came up with the word dong. Man, July's. July's going to be a hot month. There's wow, five, there's is. five dongs there's on five there. Five firecrackers right yeah, there. There is, but anyway. So, and this one, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, this is. They call this the white asparagus, I think. But that one is probably the yeah, most that's realistic, probably the but most the, graphic. Yeah, and anyway, if you know what I mean, I know that this is radio, and that's horrible radio to kind of show a calendar. <laughs> but uh, I did bring in my calendar, and so I'm excited to put that up in the office and keep track of the days. Uh, clean your desk day. Yes, I do need to to uh, probably get rid of some of the uh, calendars all? at first, you know, um, <clears throat> just so I can get a little bit more organized. I have made some progress, but that's not really, I, I'm just justifying it. It's kind of like saying, well, I've got 40 pounds to lose and I lost two. <laughs> well, that's better you than know. getting two. Oh, well, it is, I guess. <laughs> but still, I've got to still make a lot of progress on my uh, on my desk. Uh, for clean your desk day today. Um, now, uh, what else? Uh, what else we got rolling out here? World Typing Day. Uh, what do you? Now I'm a hunting pecker. I am too. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I know kind of. I mean, I can put my, I can put my fingers where they need to be on the QWERTY keyboard, and uh, you know, just kind of do some stuff that way. But I'm no. I'm no 70 minutes, uh, 70 words a minute type of Yeah, uh, nor am I. I just have never learned to trust my fingers to do the walking. Yeah. And I just have to look. And I'm not a good typer, typist. And I always thought that that was such a lame class that we took in school, typing. And I'm like, oh, when are we ever going to use this? (laughs) The quick brown Uh, How about every day? Jumps over the lazy dog. Yeah. So there you go. Just a few things for you to be aware of. Hey! Uh, it is a big old uh, Super Bowl Don't time. Say the S I word. know, I know, I refrained, but I. Uh, it is time for the big game. Strong BW sponsoring our Super Bowl pool this year. It's your chance to win up to thirty five hundred dollars, depending on the score of the one big game on February eleventh. Now we all. This is what we do here. You have a chance. Um, uh, I guess, what'd you say? Five times a day is what we've got here. Eight, ten, noon, two, and four. You just listen in those hours, and then you have a chance to win. Uh, grab a, a, you know. And then what we do is we do uh, cash prizes after first quarter, at halftime, after third quarter, and then, of course, at the end of the game. And so uh, it's a big chunk of money. And it's it's our illegal gambling pool that we do right here 
on yeah. the air. So get in on that, and you'll also win a dozen free buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes, Foothill Village, and Salt Lake City. Don't punt on your dessert for the big game. All brought to you by Strong VW, our great uh, friends and sponsorship uh, involved with the uh, Strong VW Super Bowl Pool. 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. hours. Listen for your cue to call. 7, 11, and 3 all I was, week. I was just about to ask what happens in the other hours then. Uh, country Fan Fest tickets. Yeah. You'll get tickets to all four days of the festival. Uh, you'll see headliners Bailey Zimmerman, John Party, Riley Green. You'll see Tracy Lawrence, Ella Langley, uh, Chase Rice, Russell Dickerson. Yeah. Uh, just go for free on the Z. See Killer. 24th through the 27th of July at the Tooele County's Deseret Peak Complex. And if that wasn't enough, you can enter to win a Parker McCollum VIP package where you'll get a backstage tour. You'll have side seating to the show's opening songs. So when the opening song happens, you'll be up there on the stage. Oh, fine. And then uh, when the first speaker starts, you'll uh, be relegated to your excellent seats (laughs) in the arena. Well, the opening song. Well, sure. The opening yeah. Opening song. Your yeah. side stage. And then, yep. And then you've got that. Yeah. Uh, and ramps. Traffic so far has been moving along okay. Just uh, slow it down. Don't go your normal speeds. With your traffic update, I'm Lee West. Okay. Right on. Uh, great advice. Great report. Appreciate that. And uh, this is about the way the forecast looks for the next uh, five days this week. <laughs> <laughs> We asked for it, right? We did. Man, we sure need the snow. Now, on, God's, on God's Mountain, how much did you get? Man, we got about eight inches. And so still did we. snowing. Yeah, it was... Uh, uh, now, what about in your other residence, in your winter home? Skiff. No way. Skiffage. Unbelievable. Up in the mountains? Yeah. No I would. I, I thought we were going to get pounded, and uh, that's why we decided to actually stay up there and, and make the trek down this morning, uh, but... Uh, yeah, really, really weird. Kind of depends on which direction those storms come from. Now, if they come obviously from the west, um, they hit that Tooele area. They hit the you know the valley. You get all of that type of stuff. Um, but by the time they get up and over the mountain, in some cases, uh, the mountain valley area, Heber doesn't uh, get it much. However, things might shift, and it looks like we might get uh, probably somewhere between four and eight inches out of these next storms. And that's not just the Wasatch back. We're talking about pretty much all over the Wasatch front. We are into a winter storm watch that will start Tuesday morning and go through late Wednesday night. And that's just that first round. And then it's just on and off all through the rest of the week. Uh, We'll be checking in with Lindsay Stores uh, of Channel 2 over there in the 2 News Weather Center in about 15 minutes for our first report there. But she says they've got a first weather uh, warn, first weather watch, first <laughs> first weather watch warning reports all week. That's catchy. Uh, hell, there's some kind of a. It's very some easy kind to remember. First, <laughs> first, it just rolls off the tongue. First watch weather warning, something or other. Anyway, we'll. It's uh, a weather warn day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but as far as today goes, by the time we get the sun coming up here, we'll get a little mostly sunny condition. Uh, 30 will be our high today. It is not going to be very warm at all. Low uh, tomorrow morning again, right around 16 degrees. And then we'll start to see those clouds build again as we start getting that first round of storms. So, I mean, uh, if we can get through our morning commutes here, they're even saying that our morning commute on Tuesday, not so bad. Even our Wednesday morning commute, not so bad. 
It's because these things come in in the afternoon and evening and start to hit us with the uh, snowstorms, and then I think we're we're for the most part kind of uh, plowed up by the time the afternoon uh, hits. Uh, right now it's 19 and cloudy downtown. Morgan Wallen. Catch some Eric Church in there? It's hard not to. You know the distinct sounds of uh, Eric Church along with that one uh, as well. Good to have you along here. Happy Monday. I guess we can put those two words together until we make it. Fake it till we make it. According to Wallet Hub survey, 40% of people think that it will be harder to keep their New Year's resolutions in 2024 than it was in 2023. That's a pretty good chunk of people. 40%, 40% more. I, mean, I thought less and less know? people were even doing that. But, but I, guess I guess it's 40% now, of the ones that are actually doing it. Now, New Year's Day was one week ago. Uh, I don't know how your resolution is going, if you made a resolution. Uh, when's been the, what, what maybe has been the biggest challenge? Uh, waking up could be a big challenge. Um, what maybe has been your greatest success? Maybe you want to share something like that. Uh, have, now, some people have you already given up? You're a week into it. Uh, and sometimes you just think, I mean, what caused you to bail? I don't think I got in my four workouts last. Uh, well, I know I didn't. What, what do you know? How, many, how many times did you go to the? Not that I'm laughing because I didn't no, go. No, only all. a couple of times. But so, uh, so that was it. That's it. And so well, I good didn't, for you though. Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't make my goal. It was four. And that's anyway, okay. Any, well, and maybe that's why they're like, I'm so, just doing my best and blessing the rest. Yeah, stupid man. And I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't go four times and I only go two times. Yeah, I'm still wanting to. I'm still trying to hang on to a hope. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. Hey, uh, did your significant other join you at the gym? Maybe. Maybe that's the motivation. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe you got together and said, hey, let's do this. You need to be careful because according to sex expert Jessica Leone, the gym is a hotbed for affairs. <laughs> they say especially this man uh this month when so many people are signing up for gym memberships yeah uh, but everybody looks terrible from their holiday eating i guess i guess we don't care maybe maybe we all think we're in the same boat not i mean and again not everybody looks terrible like there's well, those people true. that are already done that always look good you know that I'm like, what did you do? Did you just eat carrots all through December, November, <laughs> all and December? Ye- all through the year. You know? Research shows that testosterone can spike for up to an hour after heading to the gym, Leone said. Uh, now, I, to me, I think this is a good thing for some couples. This behavior uh, can have an extraordinary effect on your sex drive, and that's why uh, gyms are a hotbed for affair seekers this month. She says people should become suspicious if their partner suddenly becomes obsessed with the gym and is spending lots of time there. <laughs> you know, you didn't go to the gym for four years. How come you're going seven days a week? <laughs> yes. Did you? I am casting zero suspicions. Did you? <laughs> did you all of a sudden get uh, the urge to go to the gym? Come on. Uh, and, of course, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. There is a cucumber cure. 
And those two aren't related, by it's, the way. You shouldn't shouldn't get that mixed no. up with uh, the increase in testosterone or whatever it might be. The latest TikTok trend could save you from a hangover, and all you have to do is eat a cucumber. Content creator Chloe Ellen captioned her video, Eat half a cucumber before you start drinking and another half before bed, and then just go ahead and thank me later. Commenters are raving about the cucumber cure. Even a doctor jumped in to support the claim, explaining that the B vitamins and calcium in cucumbers aid in preventing hangover symptoms. So there you go. So many uses for the cucumber. Yes. All right, we're back. Time for the pledge. Uh, jump on the phone. Help us out. That's one way uh, on our studio line at 385-292-1043. And then uh, you can also pre-record it, um, send it in to us. So maybe, I mean, obviously this morning it's a little too late. But if you want to do that in the future and you want to go on to our Z104 app, there's all kinds of fun things that we do on there. A lot of great information. It's free. It's uh, fun. And uh, you have a chance to go ahead and click on that open mic section of our Z104 app and record anything you want. Not just the pledge, I mean, but there's some other things that if you want to comment on a, on something that we're talking about on the air, you want to throw that on there, maybe um, a little shout-out to somebody. Um, we'll do that at 8 o'clock as we do our morning shout-outs Monday through Friday. Or you can just um, uh, go ahead and jump into the, uh, the studio line and uh, pre-record it, or excuse me, and uh, let's do it that way. Now... One other way, and that is just record it on your device, as you have already figured out. You can email it to Dave and Deb at KSOPCountry.com. So it's just a, super easy to do. Yeah, just kind of a fun way to be involved. We appreciate your um, enthusiasm for patriotism each and every morning when we do this. And it's uh, a Pledge of Allegiance, and we roll it about 635 Monday through Friday. So we're going to do it today. Yeah, we are. We're going to go ahead, and we always love the opportunity to be able to do it. And uh, and then, of course, we'll um, you know turn it over to you on one of the other mornings. Here we go. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, States of America and, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That old man spent his life living off the land Dirty hands and a clean soul It breaks his heart seeing foreign cars Filled with fuel, it isn't ours And wearing cotton we didn't grow He's got the red, white, blue, blind high on the farm Semper Fi tattooed on his left arm Spent a little more in the store for a tag in the back and says
America Toby Keith on the Z, made in Merca. Now, some people get a little irritated when you say Merca. And they're like, oh, no, it's not. It's <laughs> America. It's America. It's not disrespect. I don't. I Look, I don't know. That's just me, though. I feel like I have uh, a great love for this country. And when I say Merca, um, I don't feel like I'm disrespecting much. But that is a great way to get our um, morning started. And appreciate Dave and Deb calling in this morning, doing our Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> we always appreciate that. Uh, maybe you're not perfect in your vocabulary. Here's uh, some tips on how to improve your vocab. And sound smarter. So the English language has been one of the highest word counts in the world. It has one of the highest word counts in the world. Uh, over 170,000 published in the Oxford Dictionary. And... You know, we've seen these memes now over the last few years, especially, that'll, that will show you one word and how you say it, and then the same exact spelling and how you would say it differently. Um, but the average English-speaking adult, we only use twenty to 35,000 of those 170,000 words. So, with plenty of room for improvement, here's a list of tips from Reader's Digest on how to learn new words and sound smarter. Watch movies. Especially the adaptations of your favorite book. Looks like all those hours spent watching Pride and Prejudice weren't for nothing. So you could <laughs> you can go ahead and uh, just watch some movies. Maybe you'll pick up on some new language. <laughs> I know I did with Yellowstone. <laughs> Absolutely. I definitely pick, expanded my vocabulary. Yep. Uh, number two is listen to the radio. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to get it from here. But we appreciate it. I mean, I've learned... Uh, I've learned plethora. I've not learned, but I've started to use a uh, from the radio. Yeah, things uh, you know, just little words here and there that you know you pick up, and you're like, instead of just using, well, it's gonna. You know, there's a lot of people. You know, you there's say a uh, plethora uh, of people or, or whatever. Here. I mean, that was just an example. Dave but, walked up to the concert and said, "There's a plethora of Jelly uh, Roll fans here." Yes. And it makes you sound so smart. Like, wow. And also really stupid. <laughs> uh, they say read to your chil- children, your nieces, your nephews, whatever it might be. Read to your kids because, believe it or not, you're going to be able to learn some stuff there, too. Uh, when you're reading on a tablet, uh, if you come across a word you don't know, there's usually a feature where you can highlight it and see a dictionary definition. You ever done that? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think the last word. uh you know what's really cool is when it's all in a digital form, and all you have to do is just click on that word. Yeah, that's and then ta- it takes you right to. Yeah, about. Uh, pariah was the last word I did. Um, These are people that are chiming in. No, me. Oh, pariah. Um, yeah. What does that mean? What does that? Well, I had to look it up. It's a person who's avoided or not accepted by a social group, especially because he or she is not liked, respected, or trusted. Uh, also known as an outcast, a pariah. Yeah. Uh, this also is uh, 
uh, effective too when you're kind of when you're reading it. Remember when we used to read our scriptures? <laughs> that, 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 but you know what I mean. You get to a point you're like, I don't understand that, you know, or here or cross reference. Now, become an expert on a topic that you enjoy. You'll be able to learn new words that you can use when talking to people about uh, your interests. So then you can kind of sound a little bit smarter in some things that maybe you are picking up on. Maybe you're wanting to do, you know, maybe you have picked up some DIY projects around the house and you're starting to learn, um, you know, what a stud is. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife has had the wrong version all along. The stud is just simply a two-before. Uh, I did learn that. Uh, what's it called? Now I can't. Uh, a Schluter. I was doing my backsplash, uh, my tile backsplash, and I'm like, I need some kind of trim around the end of it. Uh, and I found out it's called a Schluter. Uh, uh, I didn't know that. Little little trim? Yeah, the little Schluter. metal trim is called a Schluter. Uh, what about caulk? Caulk has an L in it. Oh, yes. what about that? Do you use that quite I often? I use some caulk around the sink part, yes. Okay. Uh, join a book club. It's a good way to discover new books that you normally wouldn't read. Okay. okay. Uh, now, they say read magazine articles. Don't just look at the pictures. Can you kind of see the trend here? Watch <laughs> movies and read. In other words, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. If you haven't read anything lately, read. Uh, stop being a hermit and get out of the house. Go to museums or new places, which will expose you to new words. There you go. Uh, watching documentaries. I want to throw that in there. Yeah. I just watched one on Netflix about World War II. Oh my gosh! It, uh, I learned so much from that about yeah. Hitler and Japan and the U.S. and the Allies and uh, why we did what we did and who was trying to accomplish what. It was just amazing. Yeah. Now that's um, that is a good place for it, and then you can actually turn around. I don't know if you know I would remember any particular words, but that's you know you can learn some stuff and. And in the process of learning that stuff, you'll be able to learn some new language, new words that you can use in your language, and you're going to sound so smart. We done gone to the uh, traffic right now, department. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I need to do some more as readings uh, to get a little smarter. Lee, what's going on? Oh boy, if you could paint the picture of Taylor Swift and the look she had on her face after Co Joy uh, ended up uh, making fun of. Wait, did I say his name right? Yeah, Joe Coy. I got it backwards. Co Joy. It's, <laughs> it's Joe Coy. That was a detective show in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> because that was Hawaii 5 0. Uh, no, Joe Coy, who uh, hosted the Glo- uh, Golden Globe Awards last night. Welcome back, and as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to here. Sorry about that. So then, of course, yeah, he said sorry about that because he looked over and Taylor Swift had definitely had RBF. She was just sitting there cold stone, didn't crack a smile, nothing. She was paying attention. It wasn't like she she put a little sip of champagne or wine or whatever that was in, uh, to her mouth, uh, and she did not think that was humorous at all. 
People are making a huge deal out of this, but you can easily make the case that Taylor's just going along with the joke and pretending to be mad. Could be, yeah. You never know. And even though you may seem like you are present, sometimes our minds are not. Like Deb, for instance, you know, on the morning show. I'm here, Dave. Uh, (laughs) I'm here. I'm I'm 110% here. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like in that particular setting, sometimes the camera can catch you just at that moment where, you know, she's like, hmm. Uh, And she could have been a a thousand miles away in her mind and not even listening to a word that he said. Well, his monologue was not the greatest. No. So it's very possible she wasn't even listening. Yeah. Because his monologue was terrible. I don't think a lot of people were. It was the oddest thing. It Did you hear how noisy odd. it was? Yeah, it in was between? really odd. I mean, I didn't I mean, watch a lot. I didn't watch a lot of it, but I didn't either. And actually, the uh, I can tell you the one part, um, and, and let me tell you why. The power of teasing a program, in my mind, is uh, way beyond. I mean, it is one of those things where I'm thinking. Okay, I didn't plan on watching this thing. I tuned over to it for a second. And what did they tease? Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig are coming up next. And I'm like, I'm all over that. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that. And did you see that part? Was it funny? Oh, hilarious. Okay, I didn't see that part. Hilarious. I mean, in my mind, I think they stole the whole show. What'd they do? They just came out. They started uh, talking. And then they they had this little boppy music. (laughs) And it started to play. And they're like, well, that was weird. And it stops, you know. Then they start saying, okay, here, here are the nominees. And they start saying the nominees for the category. And then they're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> and then you can see by about the third time their shoulders are starting to bob a little bit. And so Will Ferrell breaks into dance and Kirsten Wig, Is it Kirsten or Kristen? What am I, what, how come I get those two names? Kristen, I think. Kristen Wig. Uh, started dancing and she started doing these little shoulder things and he did and Oh my gosh, it was just, uh, it was funny. And then he came back and he says, this is serious, people. And then he kind of pulled it back in and did some acting. But oh my gosh, everybody was busting up to the point where you could see people wiping tears. It was that funny. Um, and then he, he made this comment. Smells like hot sushi in here. Am I the only one, right? Yeah, it's hot. It's like hot sushi. And I think uh, that uh, you know you'd have to watch the whole show. I missed the part where evidently earlier um, they ended up uh, doing uh, uh, Joe Coy, who was the host, ended up saying something about sushi earlier in the evening, and so kind of tied in with an inside joke. But it was just sort of funny how yeah, he pulled it all together. Golden Globes, and here it is: all of your winners in uh, a little over a minute. Female supporting actor, motion picture, divine joy. The best male supporting actor in any motion picture. Robert Downey Jr. Best performance by a male actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Jeremy Allen White. For best performance in stand-up comedy on television. Ricky Gervais. For female actor, television series, musical, or comedy. Ayo Adebari. Best performance by a male actor in a television series, drama. Kieran Culkin. For best motion picture, animated. 
The Boy and the Heron. For Best Director of a Motion Picture, Christopher Nolan. For the best performance by a female actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, Emma Stone. Yeah. Best performance by a male actor in a motion picture drama, Killian Murphy. Best Original Song, Motion Picture. What was I made for? For the very first time ever for cinematic and box office achievement, Barbie. Best Television Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television, Beef. Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy, The Bear. For female actor, television series, drama, Sarah Snook. Best TV series drama, Succession. A male actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy, Paul, Paul Giamatti. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy, Poor Things. Best performance by a female actor in a motion picture, drama, Lily Gladstone. Best motion picture, drama, Oppenheimer. There you go, Succession, Oppenheimer, uh, big winners last night in the uh, Golden man, Globes. Man, I loved Succession. And uh, man, it was so good. Paul Giamatti, uh, his eyeballs. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> whoa. I mean, for some reason, he looks like he's one of those little uh, bears where their eyeballs are getting squoze out all the time. But uh, good actor. And of course, we can't forget outside of the Golden Globes, uh, someone who we lost over the weekend. Don't give up on us, baby. Oh. Yeah, half a Starsky and Hutch. One of the uh, one of the big shows that I ended up watching and ended up actually buying a Starsky and Hutch car just because I loved it same so much. Same color? Yep, same color, everything. With the white stripe Yeah, with the white stripe down it. You everything. had one of those? I did, I had a Starsky and Hutch oh car. Oh my gosh, In fact, it David. had some air shocks on it and some big tires of on it and rims. Of course it did. And it jacked and what up. What kind of car was that? Grand? It was, uh, it was a. No. No, it was a, a Thunder. No, what was it? It was. Um, oh my gosh, now you're catching me off guard. It was. It wasn't exactly. Grand Torino. 1976 Ford Grand Torino. Okay, that's the Starsky and Hutch car. Yes. I had one that was similar, but uh, very you similar. You said it was the same damn car. Well, it was the same damn car, but it was like. <laughs> Uh, except it was the same paint job and everything. It was it was one of those where they, I mean, it was like identical, just not the same model. You know what I mean? Like almost well, I had identical. A suburban with stripes on it too. Well, but... now wait a minute. That's not no. That's not it. If you would have seen this, it was it was really cool looking. So it was red and white and and it was just similar. like it, just like it. Yep, uh, totally okay. just like it. It was a Chrysler something or other. I do remember it was a Chrysler. But anyway, I had it for uh, a short amount of time. Uh, David Soul, of course, uh, half of Starsky and Hutch, had that number one hit uh, that we were playing there on the radio uh, right now. Uh, Don't Give Up On Us, also a great singer as well. This song hit number one, April 16th, 1977. It spent 19 weeks on the charts. That is crazy. David Soul, best known, of course, for Starsky and Hutch. He died Thursday. Uh, the show aired from April 75 to August of 79. He was 80 years old. We can still come through. All right, she's going to come through with us uh, right for us right now, and she's got our update on our traffic. This is Odd Headline News. The new COVID variant is called JN1. It's the first variant to share a name with one of Elon Musk's kids. Kevin Hart got down to 4% body fat for his new movie. Asked how he did it, Hart said, baby steps. 
Elvis Presley would have been 89 today, but a hologram tour with him will debut in London later this year. It's so realistic you can almost smell the gravy when he sweats. An NCIS prequel series is in the works. It'll take place several decades ago when viewers were only in their 60s. And Rage Against the Machine has announced they'll stop performing live. So chalk up another victory for machines. This is not Headline News. Combs on the Z and his latest, uh, Where the Wild Things Are, kind of a sad storytelling song right there. Uh, but good nonetheless. Hey, guess who is uh, 86 years old today? Gentlemen, when your wife gets stark naked, will she say she becomes smarter or dumber? <laughs> John, you ever seen your wife stark naked? <laughs> Bob Eubank. Yes, Bob Eubank. The newlywed game. Uh, 86 years old today. And, of course, we can't forget uh, one who would have been 89 today. Elvis has left the building. Elvis Presley would have been uh, 89 today. Back 100 years ago, there were 10 predictions about 2024. This is kind of interesting stuff because you're thinking, wait a minute, who kept track of this stuff? And yes, somebody did. 100 years ago, somebody uh, must have said, hey, here's some predictions that's going to happen here. Um, well, these are the and highlights. The, uh, the first one, no one would have teeth. A hundred years ago in 1924, they predicted no one now would have teeth. A nationally syndicated advice columnist thought America's eating habits could drastically change our looks. Quote, will we have any teeth at all? Will there be any color on our face except paint? Will the men have any height to speak of? Or will be will they be all girth? <laughs> Well, the calendar you gave me for Christmas uh, speaks of all girth. Now, isn't that interesting, though, because a lot of us do have some dental issues. I mean, I don't know about you. Maybe you have perfect everything. But uh, no matter. I mean, we've always had dental issues, you know. I know, but still, I mean, as time goes on, now we're we're starting to see more and more people – not doing so much of the dentures, but they're getting the implants, the whole thing, where they're putting the posts up in there, and you hear that. It's a big deal right now. Um, horses would go extinct. Um, a professor at USC predicted horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles would render them useless. And this is what he quoted in another hundred years. You may find horses in zoos. I am sure you will not find them anywhere else now again keep in mind these were predictions made back in 1924 uh now this one has come to be somewhat or a lot working from home yeah in a book called wireless possibilities a guy basically predicted the internet he said we'd be doing things remotely and it would be great if you hate cities he said quote what a help to the man who objects to a large city 
Why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort? In 1924, they didn't even know what the Internet was. And I mean, they, that was something that... And they that, didn't know that women were going to have jobs. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, <dang>. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, they said that 75 would seem young. A British politician predicted life expectancy would be at least 100 years old and we'd still feel fairly young at 75. Now, there are obviously some people that are making it to 100, 104, some of the longest living people, 110, 116. We're hearing, you know, these people that live uh, quite long, but uh, that's at least what he had predicted, that we would, uh, life expectancy would be around uh, 100 years old. We are, what is the average life expectancy? 70s? I think it's in the, something 70s, isn't it? In the U.S. or in the world? For males and females. Uh, this was predicted for... We'll just say United world, States. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, United States, uh, 77.28 years. Now, does it break it up male-female? Because I, uh, I know that at one point, I think they say that females will live longer than males because we work harder <laughs> and stuff. And so... <laughs> <laughs> we get, All right. We get, so we get burned out faster. Men, 73 years. Women, 79 years. Okay. Yeah. All uh, right. This is the widest gap between the two genders since 1996. Now the but we're far from 100, though. Now, far from 100 years old. Uh, 77 is the is the median. Yeah. Uh, in, in the UK, it's 80 years. Wow. And in Canada, it's 82 years. Oh, maybe we got to go live up north. So stressed here in the yeah. U.S. We got to chill. Uh, world peace. Movie mogul D.W. Griffith predicted moving pictures would help end all wars because they were a universal language that could help us all understand each other. He said by 2024, movies would have played a huge part in, quote, eliminating from the face of the civilized world all armed conflict. Nope. Five of ten. We'll get to the other five in just a little bit. Predictions that were made back in 1924, and now it's 100 years old uh, later. And we'll see how uh, some of those may or may not have come close to coming to pass. Jordan Davis, the next thing you know, good uh, morning to you. Utah's number one country station, Z104. You found it, and we appreciate you hanging around. Thanks so much for taking us along. We're Dave and Deb, and we also have uh, the 10 predictions from 1924. The list we started just a few minutes ago. Let's go ahead and finish this thing up. See how many of the remaining 10. uh, We covered the first five, the remaining um, of the top 10 that uh, may or may not have come to pass. Constant war everywhere. Now, the last one was the guy said we'll have world peace. This one is constant war everywhere. Yeah. The president of the American Chemical Society had a different take. He thought futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. Now, I like this next one. Uh, Women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. In a letter to the New York Daily News, a guy said women will occupy all the highest positions and men will just do physical labor or stay home to, quote, wait on the babies or mind the pets. Well, <laughs> I might be, you're, I might you're be all on board about with it? that. You're yeah. all about it? Linda wants to get out and 
pay all the bills. That's fine with me. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out for a little bit, you know. Now, I'm not saying that the job of uh, the other parent is easy. Uh, any, regardless, we do have some stay-at-home dads. We have uh, stay-at-home moms. We have uh, parents that are both uh, two-income working parents that are trying to make it work. They single come home, parents that yeah, are doing both, having to pay for daycare. Single, yeah, single parents that are having to do both. Parents that are out of town a lot. Uh, that you know, for the other one, uh, for their sake of their job, they're having to travel a lot, and the other one stays home and has to try to hold down the fort and do everything. So, uh, good on you, man. I, uh, um, we do see a lot of great things happening uh, with women you know, in, in leadership and everything. I mean, it's uh, su- surprising. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. There you go. Two I'm steps so, forward, uh, one step one back. One step back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. No, good on you. And a limit to the uh, number of kids that you could have. That This was, again, predicted in 1924, 100 years ago. A Department of Agriculture official predicted we wouldn't have enough food to go around, so births would have to be limited in some manner by 2024. Wow. Now, hasn't China... I think China does that. You can have to, one kid or something. Or something like that, yeah. Uh, cities would be totally rebuilt around cars. Now, the 1920s, when this was written, were when cars really started taking off. In 1924, a Swedish architect wrote, In the city of 100 years from now, I see three-deck roads, speedways through the heart of town, and skyscrapers with entrances for automobiles as high as 15 stories. So, kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, your last one here, the top 10 predictions from 1924. Everyone would be flying to work. Now, that hasn't quite come to pass, obviously. A real estate mogul in New York said that the airplane was still in its infancy, but eventually we'd be we'd all be using them. And uh, as he quotes, it will be the everyday occurrence for the businessman to fly from home to office and then back home again. We don't have flying vehicles. We don't have our own. Some people have their own personal helicopters, obviously, and personal jets and Things like that that they're flying in. But for the everyday Joe Schmo, we haven't come up with a human drone yet to take no. us from point A to point B. And even if we did, which I know that they have shown videos of uh, drones and, and uh, um, personal aircraft that are able to carry a human being up, I think the air traffic the, control would be a nightmare. Remember when the guy with the jetpack came to Lagoon? Yeah. You're like... Oh my gosh, that is the future. Yeah. We are going to have a jet pack and we're going to be able to go to the store or we're going to be able to go to work or school with yeah. a jet pack. So Lee, if you <laughs> think it's diff- a nightmare. Yeah, if you think it's difficult to keep track of the traffic <laughs> on the ground. Bouncing into each other. Oh my gosh. How many of us? I think probably 100%. I'm just going to go ahead and answer my question even before I get it out of my mouth. But how many of us have actually seen somebody fly by us and then go, well, we'll see you in the in the median uh, in just I a think minute? Everybody's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think everybody's thought that at some point. You see one of these, uh, I saw one this morning, and uh, you know wish, the low... You wish them ill will? No. You put on your skin of hate? Uh, no. No, I know. I, <laughs> it's been a while I since we've talked about the skin of hate. I wasn't wearing my skin of hate. hate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I... I just ended up uh, seeing one of these uh, these low rider Mazda cars that they 
they kind of put different uh, glass packs on. Uh, they put you know different mufflers on. They're really loud, and they they they've got the low profile tires, and it was just speeding by me, you know, around the Jordanelle area. And I'm like, well, oh, they're gonna see you off to the side of the road in a minute, which I didn't. And it came, <laughs> 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 everything was fine, and and uh, you know, but it just seems to me like we. Uh, just need to show a little extra caution this morning. No, we don't. Carly Pierce, along with Chris Stapleton. And uh, if you want to see a long-lost photo of the young Chris Stapleton at basketball camp, you can. Law, very famous, uh, (laughs) noted basketball coach Rick Pitino shared a photo of a young Chris Stapleton at his Wildcats camp in Kentucky. Cool. Didn't uh, like the way he played defense, uh, is what uh, he said. Uh, Didn't like the way he played defense. Told him to go into music instead. Don't thank me, Chris. It's okay, is what he said. Wow, that just does not look like Chris Stapleton. Don't like the way you play defense, <laughs> right? Uh, morning, Z104. What is your name? Amy Malone. Hello, Amy Malone. Happy Monday. Yay! You got you through are, as Caller Z. Yeah, you're going to Country Fan Fest. No way. Way. And yes, because, way. Uh, this is the first round for this, uh, Nobody, need, you don't need to tell us Anybody, the previous winner's name, but they will need to know the name Amy Malone uh, to play in the 11 a.m. hour to win their four-day wristbands for Country Fan Fest. The next connection is, uh, or question is, is are you connected to Carl? Uh, No. Okay, just thought I'd ask. (laughs) I'm sure you get that. Do you get that all the time? Post or Carl? Of course. Yeah, or post, yeah. Or posty, yeah. I can tell how old you are. By what question you ask me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If somebody depends He's on if like, they I ask, I didn't for, even think of posty. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you're a winner, and that's it. That's Yay! all that counts. Amy Malone's the name uh, you need to remember, and that's coming up in the seven o'clock hour. We do it all week long. It is Country Fan Fest ticket tag, and a good lineup out there at Country Fan Fest. Of course, the Z will be out there hanging out. Uh, for the whole festival, so uh, stop on by and say hey, and before you know it, it'll be here. Congratulations. Yay, thank you. Hey, thank you. Who gives away the most tickets on the planet? Uh, Z-104. Well, we're going to leave her plenty of time because there's plenty to report. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Yeah. This portion of the show brought to you by Winter. The dolefully depressing season of the year that falls between cold and flu season and allergy season. Morgan Wallen on the Z. A few of you might be uh, enjoying a beverage or two as the uh, CFP National Championship game is tonight. College football championship. Of course, uh, between Washington and um, uh, uh, son of a gun, I Washington and don't give, don't tell me, don't tell okay. me, all right, don't tell me because I had it uh, and it really makes me seem really stupid for not knowing 
who the other one is, Washington, and uh, give me a hint. <laughs> give me a hint. What color? Uh, it's Washington. Why did it just blank? My mind went blank. Why? Yellow. That? Yellow and blue. Michigan. Gosh. Yes. I don't know why I blanked on that. Michigan and uh, Washington together tonight. Okay. You ready? Whoops. Okay. That's not it. We have a call. Actually, we have a, high, a guy on the other line. Hold your thought there just for a minute because I want to... I want to talk to this guy. It's uh, actually we caught a high schooler before he was ready to, because today is the first day back to school for a lot of um, January eighth people, and so I I want to be able to catch him. Uh, so we'll come back to him tonight in a college football playoff rarity. Two schools with high academic standards square off when Michigan and Washington clash in the 2024 Nerd Bowl. Can Michigan stop the Washington passing attack? Based on Washington quarterbacks Michael Penix Jr.'s 45 degree throwing angle, Michigan will need a 17.8 blitz disrupt rate to effectively stop the... Can Washington halt the Michigan run game? Hmm. Since Michigan running back Blake Corum ran a 4.440 and a combined weight of the Washington defense line of the 1,000 292 pounds, the variable will be the Reliance Stadium's 42% humidity. No matter who wins, will students go crazy? Well, Monday is a school night, and I do have extra thermodynamics homework. The College National Championship tonight. But maybe I can be there and be square. Alright, there it is. We'll find out who the dominating one is. Alright, now we're back to you, Z104. Back to school. After Christmas break. What a god-awful time. For a teen to awake. Wearing new clothes that I got as gifts, even though they are baggy and look like they're ripped. Some kids like school. I think it is lame. I wish I was at home playing video games. So I sit in my car about to hit class. It's so cold today. Oh. I'm freezing my ass. <laughs> Love your show. Gotta go. <laughs> I had to have my okay. phone, uh, my finger on Absolutely the old button there. Absolutely you did. I uh, didn't know that it was going to be a lovely poem, but how about that? Beautiful. Back together, yeah. and he actually sat over the holidays and wrote a poem for us, and thanks for tuning in and sharing that with us. Uh, speaking of Gen Zers, 74% of Gen Zers are likely to live their life in what they call a rebellious fashion. Is this any of a surprise? Some of them have found that breaking standard lifestyle conventions has led to positive changes in their self-confidence and their convictions. Now, they were also asked what rules and conventions were worth breaking. And the top answer was having an unconventional job like a YouTuber or a tattoo artist. Other popular responses were breaking stereotypical norms like being a woman in a male-dominated field, dress codes for social events, going to a four-year college directly out of high school, social norms at gatherings, like leaving without saying goodbye to the host, and having a typical nine-to-five, five-day work week. Mm. Gen Zers living their lives in rebellious fashion. There you go. Um, I I mean, they are... What? I like that. You know, do what you want. I mean, well, you know... I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> Dave, those Gen <laughs> Zers, they suck. <laughs> well, <laughs> you do it. That's exactly what's made them Gen Zers. Well, just do what you want. Well, if you don't like a five-day work, that's fine. If you don't want to come into work today, that's fine. That's fine. We'll just... We'll I mean, but they're the ones, else. really. I mean, it's hard to, I know, it's there's hard good to hire things. people and keep people, but... 
There's they're good also the ones them. that don't. If you don't want to work, you're not going to earn any money. You know, there are consequences. Well, they got to figure that part out, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's a hard lesson to learn. It is. All right, uh, get your ringer dingers. Let's tune up our brains just a little bit with Think Fast. A round of Think Fast. All right. Okay, here we go. Okay. Lee should be on board here. You ready? I am. Okay. Um, now this is the uh, D round. I, I don't know if I've done this one before or not. The letter but let D. Me know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, An historic document. Oh, I got to be careful. <laughs> not all of them is a richard answer okay not not all of them are richards (laughs) an historic document starting with d declaration of independence now wait a minute Uh, Uh, she hit it it first declaration of independence okay a fun place to go in minnesota deb uh disneyland (laughs) see that wrong wrong Lee, you have a chance to win or uh, get that one. A fun place to go in Minnesota. I don't know. There's actually, I think, even a clothing D's. place. Not these. A clothing place? What? Isn't there a, a clothing, clothing I think place? there's a clothing place named after this, if I'm not mistaken. Duluth. Yes. Okay, yeah. Isn't I have, there? Is there yeah. a clothing? Yeah. Yeah, I have some Duluth flannel shirts. Okay. All right. All right. They cover your butt crack. And they have a little uh, glass lens polishing thing on the shirt tail. So oh, you really? Can clean your glasses. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Uh, Why do you say they cover your butt crack? Is that the their part of the ad? That is yeah. part of their ad. Okay. Uh, a girl group starting with D. Deb. Uh, dangerous liaisons. Nope. Lee. <laughs> Dixie chicks. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that one. But uh, you can't say Dixie anymore though. He just did. Dixie. Dixie chicks, yep. Yeah. Uh, you're also missing one, uh, which is, uh, hey, you need to become an architect. It is your... Duty. Destiny. Destiny's, Destiny's child. child. A mildly insulting name you'd call someone who's a nerd. Lee. Doofus. Okay. Mm, not what I was going to say. But it doesn't really fit. Hers no. fits better. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, a dork. Okay. Uh, you ready for this one? Yeah. An airline. Deb. Delta. There you go. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, do we have time for another one? Absolutely. There's always it's time. It's 8 o'clock. It's like Jello. It's time for our uh, shout-outs in just a second. So if you want to get in on the shout-outs, 385-292-1043, we'll get that just a second. This one is a wrong answers only. Okay. Okay. Wrong answers only. What's the world's most popular sport? Deb. Um, cricket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, does that have to what start if with it D? Is? No. Oh, okay. No, this is. These are just wrong answers only. All right. Oh. Who, who sold a ton of albums last year? Ooh. Elvis. A... Bjork. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, both could be true. That's right. <laughs> Actually, Elvis probably did sell yeah, probably a ton of Elvis albums. Does. As soon as I said, I was like, yeah. eh, he probably sold more than he New would York. if he was alive. Wrong answers only. A, uh, a great item for a toddler to play with. Deb. A Dynamite. Car. A car? <laughs> uh, you mean a real size yeah. car. Okay. What'd you say, Lee? Dynamite. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Both really good answers. Uh, wrong answers only. A favorite kind of soup. Ooh, Thai. Deb. Brains. Pineapple. Brain soup? Brain soup. And pineapple soup. 
Yeah. Okay. Mm, it's delicious. Pineapple soup actually sounds kind of good. Actually. It actually it does it, sound a, really like good. One of those cold chill things. Mm. And then uh, wrong answers only. The ideal length for a male body part. Half an inch. Tie. <laughs> <laughs> wrong answers, Deb. Wrong answers only. Not correct. We're talking about wrong answers only. Lee? Oh, I was going to say three feet. Okay. That's Woo. more like it. <laughs> like, you see Bob coming from a mile away? Oh, Deb, you, you even said that in a way that could be taken way wrong. On both sides, on all accounts, could be taken way wrong. No. In fact, uh, you and your wife wouldn't even need to be in the same bedroom. (laughs) We have different apartments, but that's okay. Three feet would be a wrong answer. Half inch, correct answer. And that will be our first round. High today of 30. Now, tomorrow will be 35 and then back down to 30 on Wednesday. And it is cold right now. 18 and cloudy downtown. Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb, Z104. Well, I uh, was doing a little remote over there at Strong VW on Friday afternoon, and one of our loyal listeners, King Kenny, stopped by, grabbed a little bit of swag to say hey, and appreciate you uh, tuning in and stopping by. Uh, Pam says, happy birthday yesterday to my favorite son-in-law, Casey Jackson. Andy Salazar, shout-out to my bubs that has a colonoscopy appointment today. Good luck and love you. Uh, Dane Hatch, shout out to you, Dot, and all the road construction workers that built the new West Davis Corridor Highway. I drove it from West Point to Farmington for my commute to Bountiful, and it was awesome. Did I'm, you go to the grand opening ribbon cutting? I didn't, but I drove it yeah. on Saturday. Uh, it is so nice. It's a beautiful. That's cool. Uh, Dane says, I'm looking forward to shorter commute times. It's great. Thank you. Uh, Angel Gerber says, shout out to my wife, Vic. Thank you for being such a great nurse all weekend. Uh, can you wish my son Bryson Garcia a happy ninth birthday, please? Uh, Clint Ford, is there any way I could wish my wife Carrie a happy birthday? Hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, shout out, happy eighth birthday to my amazing daughter Harper. Have a great day. Love from your mom. Uh, when you do shout outs, can you shout out to my wife Amy, who went all natural giving birth to our handsome boy Archie? Oh. She's the strongest, most amazing woman I know. Oh. Uh, Allison? That, hurt. that makes me hurt. I know. Allison, please give a shout-out to my husband, Cameron. He's going to Park City today for work. Uh, Thomas Wilson, uh, shout-out to my mom. Uh, and then we have some birth. Let me uh, let me go back and check the... Anytime uh, I have a really tough BM, I think, man, this is what, oh, is Dave, this what women go through? It's not even kind of the same. <laughs> not even kind of the same. Charity Moss, happy birthday to Holly Schroeder yesterday. Love you. Nathaniel Thompson, shout-out to the Twila Sheriff's Department. They came to my aid yesterday. After I lost control on a patch of ice, moving over for another accident, he was the coolest dude and officer. I walked away, and now I get to repair my SUV. Uh, uh, Rhonda Bateman, my husband's birthday today. Boyd is 65. Happy birthday. And then uh, birthdays, Barbie Veers, Cassie McKenzie, Savannah Wilson, Ashley McGraw, Carrie Ford, Christy Webb, Ken Gilbert, Lindsay Kaiser, Karen Geertgens, Dallas Carpenter, uh, and anybody else that's having a birthday today, happy birthday. 
You've had a birthday, listener dear. Happy days would come to you all year. If I had a wish that it would be. Happy, happy birthday from the Z. PSOP FM and HD1 Salt Lake City. Broadcasting from the Baku Studios. Baku e-bikes. Your passport to outdoor excitement. Ride with precision. Power and the freedom to roam like never before at Baku.com. Chance for you to win a couple of tickets to see that guy, Parker McCollum. On our website, you could win backstage tour, a little side stage for some of the opening song and the opening prayer, and then two <laughs> excellent seats for two. And, of course, that drawing is going to be coming up uh, this Friday, uh, January 12th at 6 p.m. So you have a chance to go and see Parker McCollum. Also coming up this hour, it's your chance to win a Super Bowl square in the Strong VW Super Bowl pool. Uh, we'll also give you a dozen buntinis from the Foothill location of Nothing Bun Cakes. Just listen for the cue to call. Guess what today is? It is National Bubble Bath Day. National Bubble Bath Day. Oh, bubble bath! I want a hot bubble bath. Join me in a nice hot bubble bath. There ain't no bubble bath like a baby bubble bath. Bubble bath. The bubble bath was a little too bubbly for some. <laughs> Would he uh, enjoy a bubble bath? It's showtime! Do you guys take bubble baths? I know that there are guys, there are some guys that take My baths. My brother does. A bubble bath, like he pours bubbles in it so, and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he loves a bubble bath. Huh. Uh, I guess uh, to each his own. Um, I suppose that that would be a good now, way for you. Do you think that's to... too frilly? You just wouldn't ever do that? I just wouldn't think about putting bubbles in, no. Okay. A lot of times I just create my own bubbles. <laughs> oh, <dang>. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I'll just jump in there and I'm like, I don't need any bubbles for this right here. And is it? Have you guys ever uh, uh, tooted underwater? And it still stinks when it comes up to the surface. <laughs> it's so funny. It, it does not dissipate at all. It comes up in those little uh, those little bubble bombs. They uh, they burst at the at the surface, and then I'm like, oh, man, they still stink. Anyway, um, I don't know if we have such good ratings. Bubble baths. Yeah. National Bubble Bath Day. When was the last time you took a bubble bath? Oh my gosh, I. Do you remember Mr. Bubble? Yeah. My mom always used to have that for us in the bathroom. And we'd oh, always oh, oh do... way as a kid then. Wait, I mean, I've probably taken one as an adult, but I, I, don't, re- I don't remember. And bath bombs are kind of the new thing. I yeah. Took a, I think I took a bath bomb bath last winter. Okay. Because that's kind of like a nice little gift. You, 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 yeah. Now, when you say a bath bomb, for those who are not familiar with that... You drop it in, and then it sort of dissolves. It's like a, in yeah, a Yeah, it's a thing. pretty color. It has a nice fragrance. It's very relaxing. Most likely maybe a lavender fragrance, because that seems to be the yeah, there's lavender all different seems kinds, to be. But it's, yeah, it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of been a thing lately. All right. Um, coming up, we're going to be uh, talking about the most inappropriate emojis at work. And if you put two bath bombs, uh, now they don't even make an emoji with the bath bombs. But if you needed to, what would you send if somebody said, send me an emoji describing a bath bomb? Uh, a picture of a bathtub and a picture of a bomb. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. All I was thinking about is some kind of a ball. You know, some kind <laughs> that's, of a, Dave, that's all you even, think about. I didn't even think, <laughs> didn't even think of that. <laughs> and I just did. I just got one of these um, last Thursday. It was uh, the out of the office reply on an email for an email that was sent to me that said, will you please sign this document and send it back? And so I immediately signed it, sent it back, and it says, well, we're out of the office until uh, Friday, you know. So if this is something very important, please contact Bob at bob at acme.com. Right. Well, you're the one that contacted me about signing the document today. And I'm like, and poor Bob, he's having to pick up on all of your stuff, you know. I've never used it. I would like to, but I'm afraid that uh, if I did that in my position, you know who would end up with all my accounts? Everybody else around here. If I put out of the office and it says, please see... Um, you think they'd steal your jo- accounts? Absolutely they would. Well, they're already established. <laughs> they can't take them. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean. I'm, I'm afraid of... Uh, well, and maybe part of it is the fact that uh, if my client gets somebody different to work with, they might like them better. Oh. <laughs> so, like, so maybe there's a little bit of insecurity. Mindy really in there. took great care of me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to take that chance. I'm going to answer every one of my own emails. It's friggin' cold. It's friggin' cold. What happened to global warming in that friggin' ozone hole? It's friggin' cold. It's friggin' cold. I've got a pair of snowballs next to my South Pole. Icier than a meeting of Rihanna and Chris Brown. I'll need a Zamboni just to get across town. It's friggin' cold. It's friggin' cold. Who's the friggin' dope who picked New York for the Super Bowl? It's friggin' cold. It's friggin' cold. If cold was old, it would be Madonna cold. The world's a freezer, I'm a human lean cuisine. But it's still warmer than the career of Paula Dean. It's friggin' cold, it's friggin' cold, it's friggin' cold. Yeah, it is. Now I've got 17 on my watch. We're gonna. Mine says 18. Why the difference? I don't know. Maybe hmm. you're a degree warmer on the other side of the room. Maybe. In this particular area. Always I don't know. warmer over here. Sure. The, your <laughs> ray of sunshine. We are waiting for the sun to kind of come up and warm up things a little bit. Uh, that's just starting to happen. We're going to reach a high of 30 degrees when all is said and done. But, man, we are in for some uh, a big old Arctic blast this week and a lot of snow. Uh, right now, 18, partly cloudy downtown. Dump it or dig it coming up next. Uh, we have a brand new artist we're going to tell you about. He's opening for Lainey Wilson later on this year at USANA. And- Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. All right, Dump It or Dig It brought to you by Baku Bikes and Scooters. And it sounds kind of like a kid's toy. Uh, Zach Top is the artist's name. He is on the Lainey Wilson tour this year. Uh, he grew up on a ranch in Sunnyside, Washington. He recalls rocking a Marty Robbins gunfighter ballads and trail songs cassette while riding out an old Chevy pickup to feed livestock throughout his childhood. At the age of seven, he formed a bluegrass band with his siblings called Top String. And all through his teens and early 20s, he played in various bluegrass bands, including Modern Tradition, who won an international band competition. Um, Honky Tonk Dreams took him to Nashville in 2021, where he scored a crucial publishing deal 
with Bob Doyle's major Bob music. Since the move, he's established himself as an artist to watch, uh, performed on the Grand Old Opry several times, and now he is signed to a brand new record label. Uh, my friend Katie Dean uh, has always wanted to run her own record label, so she's opened one. Bold is, move. Pretty yeah, cool. Really bold move. And he is her first sign as an artist. Yeah. Uh, Zach Top, Z A C H T O P is his name. The song's called Sounds Like the Radio. We want to know what you think about it. Text us 385 292 1043. And we'll pick somebody to win four tickets for the RMPRA Winter Series Rodeo this Saturday night in the Golden Spike Event Center. As usual, you can all, uh, always call the radio station on that same number that you text. It gets right here to the studio. If you want to just do a phone call, Zach Top, dump it or dig it.
definitely got that 90s kind of a country feel, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to decide, is it is it Mark Chestnut? Is it Brooks and Dunn? Yeah. Is yeah. it, I mean. It's. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah. Zach Top. Sounds like the radio. We want to know what you think about it. Our Dump It or Dig It song uh, this time around for a Monday edition. Hi, who is this? Hello? Nope, too late. Morning, the Z. What is your vote? Dump it or dig it? Uh, dig it, definitely. Right on. Thanks, Jeffer. Appreciate it's a, it. It's a time to get up and dance. Yeah, did you? Oh, yeah. Did you do a little uh, heel kicking? Definitely. All right, man. I'll let you go and take right. your heart rate then. Thanks. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Chris Record says, Dig It brings me back to the 90s country, the good old days where it was just some good old boy music. Uh, Charlotte Lyman, Dig It. Dig It, Zach Top is the real deal. Has a boot scoot and boogie sound. Uh, dig It from D. Stewart. Carrie Warner, love this song. Stacy Jensen, Dig It, great song. Uh, Mike Woodhead here, Dig It. Sounds like 90s country, which I wish was played more these days. Uh, it's catchy. It sounds like Rick Trevino. Dig it. Char Sam. Yeah, it does. Hmm. Uh, I dig this song. It's a fun song for sure. Rayland Astrup. Uh, Robert Staple. Good song for Monday morning. Dig it. America De Leon says dig it. Andrew Braithwaite is digging it. Carrie Beeson. Big old dig. Now that's country. Dig it. Peyton Oliver. Dig it. Sounds like the country I was raised on. Uh, Becky Lindsay. Sounds like a prepubescent Garth. Uh, I love Garth. <laughs> I want to dump it, but it got my body mo- moving to the music. Uh, dig it. Zach Top, uh, new country artist, might be a favorite. Not sure I'm a fan of this one. Unfortunately, it's a dump for me, Eden. Uh, uh, dump it, not for me. Gary from American Fork. Deb Laguerra, sounds like old school honky tonk. Dig it. Matthew Briggs, dig it. That's country. Dig it. Found myself, found my foot toe tapping. Kind of sounds like Garth Brooks uh, from Brandon. Dig it. Nice blend of Garth and Joe Diffie. I like this guy. Dig it. Jamie Hatfield, dig this. Uh, Melissa Atwood, digging it. Tanya Chavez, Kylie Elizabeth. Uh, this would have to get better to suck. Dump it. Mm. Uh, love the toe-tapping beat. Dig it for sure from Hannah. Laura Facer says dig it. Barb Stewart, digging it. Jesse Mounts, uh, a sweet but good feeling, kind of good, huge dig. You can kind of compare it to a lot of different artists, really. Like right before the Joe Diffie comment, I was thinking, yeah, it sounds a little bit like Joe Diffie. Like you said, you've listed off several. Some of our listeners have listed off several. and uh, But he's doing his own thing, and uh, with a bluegrass kind of a background, Zach Top putting out a song called Sounds Like the Radio. Mikey Baldwin digging it, Darren Hubbard, Misty Dalton, uh, Bree Burnside, Jalen Edwards, Lisa Redford, Jen Vigil, Trista Lawrence. I'm going to say 90-10. Did pretty well. 90-10, it did pretty well. Zach Top, he is on the Country's Cool Again tour with... Laney Wilson and Jackson Dean, and we'll see him there this this September, summer at USANA. September 13th, to be exact. Let's roll the music, and then uh, Deb will stop scrolling for a random winner when the music stops. Colton King. Colton King, you are the winner. You've got four tickets for the RMPRA Winter Series Rodeo this Saturday night in the Golden Spike Event Center. Presented by Elite Productions, Dump It or Dig It, courtesy of Baku E-Bikes and Scooters. Yeah. I know a Colton King. I wonder if it's the same one. Mm. They're kind of tied in with the King's um, camel uh, well, outfit. Well, maybe. Anyway. Uh, they, uh, and you can use that uh, camouflage or whatever uh, when you jump on the top of a Baku bike and enjoy all of the uh, 
areas which you may not have been able to get into before or uh, at great efforts. Now you can do it effortlessly. From the big, huge, brand new Mav 3 to the uh, Storm Jaeger and the uh, Badger Scooter from buzzing around town. And everywhere in between, get the whole family outfitted in a brand new uh, Baku e-biker scooter at Baku.com, B-A-K-C-O-U.com. Before we jump over to the 2 News Weather Center and check in with Lindsay Stores, we're going to get uh, a winner on the line. Who is this? It's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Yes, Lisa. Okay, Lisa, you got through as <laughs> caller Z. So uh, you right. now have a Super Bowl pool square that could win you up to 3500 bucks. And That's also, awesome. Yeah, also you get a certificate for a dozen free Buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes, Foothill Village location. Don't punt on your dessert for the big game. Come grab a bunt from Nothing Bunt Cakes. <laughs> All right? Go. All right. Thank you so much. Fun stuff. Do you have an NFL team that you would kind of like to see as we are now into the playoff area? I'm not a big, no. no. I, I watch, uh, I, I, what, I eat the food and uh, watch the commercials. <laughs> What's your favorite Super, super Bowl uh, food? Um, For the big goodness. game. Sorry. The big game. Maybe Super Bowl, right? Um, maybe just a chips and dip. I'm, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with, just about anything sounds good about right now, doesn't it? Right. Shrimp, yeah. seven-layer dip, whatever it is. Wings. There we go. There it is. All right. Well, big game coming up in February and a chance for you now to win up to 3500 bucks. Uh, all right. That would be great. You could possibly win it all, depending on if the score is, stays the same, uh, you know, because it's all kind all of right. a random thing. Uh, who gives away Thank the most you. fun on the radio? Z104. Cool. Hold on a second. We'll uh, get some more info from you. Dustin Lynch on the Z, featuring Jelly Roll. Of course, Jelly Roll featured on CBS Sunday Morning. And had a chance to, uh, he had a chance to be uh, revisit uh, just kind of an important part of his history. And uh, they took him back, took him to back a little bit. Old jail cell at the Metro Davidson County Detention Facility in Nashville. And it choked him up. This is jail. It sucks. Everyone I've ever been to. Oh, it still smells the same, though. There was a time in my life where I truly thought this was it. And then coming here, you know, just after getting nominated for two Grammys, it just hits different. You know, it's just, I didn't think I'd get emotional, to be honest. But every time, they just sell. Just, you just think, man, this is, even when I left here, I didn't have a plan. Man, you can tell, you know, coming from the background that he has, he really is uh, super, super appreciative, even more so. Um, for everything and all of his successes. He said, I knew that I loved music. I knew it was the only thing I had any skill set in. He says, even after all of his success, he feels like an imposter sometimes. Do I really deserve this? I'm still a guy that's haunted by my past. There's a very dark hallway between my ears. Oh, isn't that interesting the way you yeah. put that? Crazy. Good old jelly roll. Yeah. Keeps in mind, uh, it, it kind of puts things into perspective and uh, keeps us thinking focused in our life and what's important. Crazy still running his courses with wildflowers and wild horses. 
Lainey Wilson, Wild Flowers and Wild Horses. I uh, didn't want to ruin the last part of that song. <laughs> Just let it play, I, Dave. Which I was actually so <laughs> proud of myself that I, I didn't jump in and ruin it for anybody. Well, a 13-year-old impressed Lainey Wilson with a cover of Heart Like a Truck. She commented on a video of the girl with, quote, Let's go, sing it, girl. Uh, the video also caught the attention of Jelly Roll and Morgan Wallen. I got a heart. Morgan Wallen said, <laughs> said she got something special. Keep going. I actually happened to catch that before I even got the clip on it. I caught it last week, uh, that little clip, and man. She's in a she's getting her hair cut. She's in a barber chair. Yeah. Uh just singing along. The barber's loving it. Uh, Morgan loving it. Jelly Roll said she sounds incredible. Uh tell her to keep chasing the dream, keep singing from the soul. We see it more and more. Don't we? A lot yeah, of people uh, getting artists signed off discovered. of TikTok. Yep, and, uh, and it's, a, it's a crazy, crazy thing, isn't it? Hey, when do you think your uh, peak laziness hits? I think we have all hit our peak laziness now because Alexa can now wash your butt for you. <laughs> the annual Consumer Electronics Show starts tomorrow in Las Vegas. Uh, the bathroom brand Kohler is pushing a new bidet that connects to Alexa or Google Home to offer voice-activated butt washing. Oh, my gosh. And so... Once she's done washing your butt, you can also ask her to turn on the drying feature to dry your butt. Both features are offered uh, in their Pure Wash E930 model, which retails now for just the low price of $2,149. you going to buy one of those? I don't know. No, yeah. that's not the full toilet, just the bidet seat itself. Although right now it's on their website for $1,200. It's just half the price almost. Yeah. Uh, it's not a totally uh, new feature. Kohler already offers it in their Numi smart toilet that came out a few years back, but it's supposed to be more affordable version uh, for the common uh, Now, man. the, the Numi smart toilet uh, option costs over $11,000 with installation and it also has surround sound speakers <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, man. Uh, that is a whole new level of laziness, right? Don't you think? <laughs> Alexa, please wash my bottom. Now dry it. Alexa, I'm please surprised you don't have dry one, Dave. My bottom. I'm surprised you don't have one. Man. Lifestyles of the Not rich here. and famous. Not here, man. I don't even have a regular bidet. You, you're way ahead of me. I don't even have any kind of a bidet. I've tried them before. They're. Uh, I had one. Uh, you don't anymore. No, I, I took it off when I moved. I've just never put it back on. Yours was heated and everything, right? Well, my toilet Hooked seat's to heated. The... Uh, my bidet seat was not. But I. I but now you have a heated toilet seat. Yes. Oh, then don't give me this oh, lifestyles of the rich, delightful. rich and famous crap. Yeah, it's delightful. Hey, yeah, a little bit of a quiz here for you. What do these three songs have in common? Get 
but you know what? Um, what did I say? Three? Yeah, yeah there's what four are these songs. three songs? <laughs> I'm like, but wait, there's Actually, four. Actually, there's four. What do all of these have in common? If you want to kind of make you feel a little bit old, uh, the albums, they are all, uh, all from, uh, they were all released in 1974. 50, oh my gosh. 50 years old. Wow. I know. We kind of made you feel old on that one. But 1974. So, best of my Good love. Stuff. Ricky, don't lose that number. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. And. The Queen? No. What was yeah, Killer yeah, Queen. 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 Yep. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, wow. By how time flies, right? My three year old can't stop saying, Wash your butt. That's why we listen to you guys every day. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Alexa, you wash know, my butt. Haven't you ever had Alexa just say something? I mean, yeah. Now, Out of the blue. What, what's she going to say? Is like, I think it's time you wash your bum. Good. You no, know, something creepy like that. I'd be like, yeah. Hey. Uh, Alexa's been doing a lot of reminders for me lately, and I'm kind of like, hmm. what's she been reminding me? Uh, she's like, uh, well, you know how you get that green ring? Yeah, in, notifications. In, in notifications. So yeah. I'm thinking, oh, hey, I got a sh- shipment. I'm all excited. And then oh, I'll go. Oh, you may be out of body lotion. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, turned into a like salesman. Yes. Uh, yeah, a little reminder salesman. Even that we've noticed that you've bought several times uh, by waters. It's, it's time for a uh, reef. You know, time to. Would you like me to order that now? No. I, nope. I, no. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm capable of doing that on my own. When you need it. I don't know if I've ever gone through with it. Have you? Off of a reminder? Yes, I have. Yep, I have. Ah, so it works. With, with body lotion, yeah. It works then. Yes. Well, mine's been giving me notifications about some area that I've never asked for it to have notifications of. What's that area? Um, I don't know. Some cinnamon province. It's called oh, like cin- a, yeah, some, a geographical area. Like yeah, a geographical or- area. And, oh. and I said cancel this i i i don't want any notification yeah. you have to go onto your app and i'm like i go into my app and i'm like i don't have any notifications in my app that say hey i uh-huh. want the weather in the cinnamon township yeah wow. i've had one whatever that is i've had one on uh and it happens more on my show than it does anything else and it'll start telling me stories i'm going alexa notifications and it'll go Back in 1942, there was a... I'm like, Alexa, stop. What, stop what the, it. What, you know, why are, we, why are you wanting to tell me stories? Don't give right me the, the green ring unless I'm getting a shipment. Yeah. Or it's already here. And then it tells you it's your fault that you're getting them because it's on your app. And I'm like, no, it's yes. not. It's not on my app. I don't know how to get them to stop. Mm. Maybe I should call uh, Amazon and say, what's up with this hey, chick? Get on. this off my thing. Yeah. I'm sure it's some setting somewhere that they'll probably tell you about, but. And then I went into a panic attack. Jordan Davis, Tucson, too late, and a doctor explains why uh, sour candy can actually stop a panic attack. 
If you ever have all you had can think about of, yeah. getting it out of your body. Oh my god. I am not a sour patch kids girl. Isn't that something? Yes. Here's the doctor talking about it. A hack that's been going around, it's about popping a sour warhead at the first sign of anxiety or a panic attack. And as a doctor, I can tell you this actually works really well and I've shared it with a lot of my patients. The act of consuming something intensely sour diverts the attention away from the panic attack, then engaging the taste buds and focusing on the sensory experience disrupts the anxiety cycle. Interestingly, the Sour taste triggers a physical response. That sour face expression that we all make and the muscles contract, well, that helps release tension. Then, as you all know, sour warheads are sweet at the end. This creates a pleasurable experience, signaling the brain to release dopamine, and that creates a positive, rewarding association with overcoming the panic attack. So, next time anxiety knocks on your door, don't panic. Pop a sour candy instead. Now, wow, but then you just spit it out and go right back to anxiety. Yeah. That I, I, would I be don't me. know. Like, if you have. Maybe some mild cases of anxiety or something like that. Maybe that'll help divert your mind a little bit. But if you're in a full-blown panic attack where you actually feel like you seriously are going to die, have you ever have you ever had something like that, or someone close to you have uh, that kind of a situation? It's uh, you know, a lot of people might think it's a mental thing, and unless you have actually gone through something like this, uh, it is very real. And you really seriously uh, feel like you are going to die. <laughs> it really, it's the weirdest thing. I mean, I can chuckle about it now, but it's its crazy. And especially when uh, you've had people around you experience that same thing as yeah, well. Yeah, anxiety is horrible. Now, my wife was telling me, she showed me this meme the other day. It was kind of a... It was, it was sort of a, a drone footage or something of, of a mall... I believe is what it was. It was Miami Police Department are ruling out aliens. And she goes, now look, now watch right here. And I said, and she goes, and I think the media was trying to keep it from everybody. And she, it wasn't like she was all sucked in with it. It was just that she goes, it's interesting because why didn't we hear about something like this? Now, despite some of the online conspiracy theories saying otherwise, uh, they are ruling out the alien thing, uh, the cause of the riots at Bayside Marketplace Outdoor Mall. Dozens of teenagers and young people took over the area on New Year's Day and were attacking people and, and each other with sticks. There's a big crowd of people running out of Bayside and kind of um, grouping up outside. And then we hear more commotion, and now they're all just running through the streets, running between cars, almost getting hit by cars. It was like absolute chaos. I think it looks pretty real to me. Uh, alien looked pretty chill. I'd be friends with an alien. I think it'd be pretty cool. The real question is, are they friendly? Are they after us? Are they going to attack us? Are they going to do world domination on us? Who knows, man? Weird, though, right? Yeah. Enough that almost 200 police officers responded. Uh, to this thing, and then they were trying to point out these uh, black shadow-like objects. Um, so, but again, it was one of those. I, I never heard about it. Did you ever hear about no. it? No. I mean, uh-uh. so the conspiracy theory was that hey, this happened, and they're keeping it from us because uh, it's a big secret that there are dark shadows taking over the world. You know. Uh, is a part of our uh, morning buzz, which I forgot to do. It's morning buzz time with Dave and Deb. How would you like to find out that your wallet was found 
65 years later. I mean, better late than never. Right? There were some workers that actually uh, ended up, they were workers remodeling an Atlanta movie theater, and they found a 65-year-old wallet uh, behind a wall that they took out. I mean, it would be, I think it would be pretty good news to find out if they found it. I mean, you've obviously replaced everything by then. Once we started taking off the old tile, we discovered a little piece of the wall fell out right here in this corner. And then we see this space behind the wall that no one knew about. And that's when we discovered this incredible little historic find. (laughs) To be honest, mother losing stuff would not have been a surprise. It has meant more than I realized that it would. Truly. Yeah, I think this theater still has a number of stories to tell. You know, it still surprises us. Sounds kind of like, well, I just got my replacement from the DMV. I know. I know. And then did you hear one of the kids? Well, it wasn't like it it wasn't unusual that mother would lose stuff, you know. So they went right along with it as well. And uh, finally, in our good news, uh, this comes from a Burger King cook who received a measly gift from an employer uh, and what happened here, let me just give you the backstory just a little bit of Burger King. The, 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 they ended up just getting this little measly gift, and the video of him went viral in 2022, actually, when he got a bunch of lame swag after not missing a single day of work in 27 years. Here's a paper crown Yeah, and some free coupons. Yeah, that's about probably what it would have been. Something I never thought would be possible for me, home ownership. Now, my kids and my grandkids have some place to come visit me. And what he's talking about is since then, the GoFundMe uh, has raised almost $450,000 Wow! to help him retire. And that was Kevin Ford that you heard talking right there, giving now, people a quick tour of his home. The prize he got after 27 years of work... Uh, was a movie ticket, not tickets, ticket, ticket, a Starbucks cup, a bag of Reese's Pieces, two packs of Lifesavers, two pens, a lanyard, and two keychains. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's like, that that's is like, so, no, don't just don't, don't even bother. Just don't give me anything. Don't even bother. <laughs> Can you imagine 27 years of not missing any work at all? And uh, here you go. You'll have to buy the other ticket, though, if you want to get a movie, if you want to go see a movie. Yeah. And actor David Spade was among the contributors to the GoFundMe page. Pretty cool. There you go. Hey, so the next time you get a lame gift at a white elephant party. Thomas Rhett and Morgan Wallen together on that one, Mamaw's house. So, have you been around anybody who's been sick lately? Yes, I have, as a matter yeah. of fact. Are you just kind of knocking on wood, hoping that uh, you don't get any of the crud? I don't think I'm going to get it, because it was over Christmas, and, uh, you know, that time has passed. Yeah. I'm glad, because it was bad. It's flu season. It was COVID. You know? And so, yeah, and that too. I, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just talking about the fact that it's... Uh, it's just a cruddy time of the year when we're indoors a lot. You know that myth that you think about, well, it's cold. It's because it's cold outside and we uh, you know, we go outside and our immune system drops because of the cold. 
that's really kind of a myth that we read a few years ago, right? I mean, it's one of those facts. Yeah, that you just, just cause because you're inside closer to people. Yeah, you're just a, you have more of a concentrated uh, chance of, of getting crap because we're all cooped up inside because of the colder weather and stuff like that. This is a flu alert from the National Employers Association. All employees should start working from home effective immediately. The flu season is hitting everyone, and we do not want your nasty germs. So just stay the hell home. We don't care if you deliver pizzas. Stay at home and figure out how to do it there. We don't care if you're a mechanic or a teacher or a doctor, especially doctors. Have you seen the kind of people who go to doctor's offices? It's a nightmare of sick people. Just stay home with your miserable sick kids and keep that contagion to yourself. Work from home, people. This has been a National Flu Alert. You can come back into work, I don't know, June, July, maybe. (laughs) If only we could all do that, right? It is a little tricky because, and especially in uh, our area, in the studio here, like poor Jim, there's, there's, it seems like there is, I don't know about your work, people, but do you find there are those people that were like, well, I'm going to, they'll come in on their deathbed. They'll have somebody wheel them in on a stretcher or something, if something, and it's like, by damn, I'm going to show them that I'm dedicated to my job, and I'm going to, even if I die here in the lobby, I'm just going to show them that I can be here. And when you get to the point where you're you're uh, hawking up crap and you're coughing and you're sneezing and you're doing stuff, and then thank goodness we all have our own microphone muffs. Yeah, that helps a lot. But then uh, poor Jim comes in after me. Even if I do have any kind of a little bit of a sniffle or something like that, he's like, man, i got to wipe this I thing down. i got to sterilize the studio. Yeah, which I don't blame him. You know, I don't, it's, it's not like I'm not, you know, just, it's not like I am not aware, but there are some times that we feel like we can't take any time off. Well, and sometimes you can't because you know? it's the middle of the night when you realize you're sick and you're supposed to be here at six and yeah. you can't call anybody. And now you have a different philosophy and... than me because I'm I'm like if I'm sick at four o'clock in the morning, I'm like we should just call somebody. I'm like they'll just adjust their four hours and then they'll be off that much sooner that day. Well, that's right? true. Yes, they can come in, um, but. If they do come in, and, and I don't know about uh, you guys, but don't we wish we all had some of this? Are all of your coworkers getting sick? Do you want to avoid catching what they have? Introducing new Stay Away Spray. <laughs> hey, Chad, did you finish those reports? I need the... My face! Why? I don't want to get sick! Yes, Stay Away Spray is simply a can of mace that you spray in their face so they won't be able to get close enough to infect you with their germs. Oh man, I've got a headache. Oh, ow! Uh, what are you doing? Headaches are contagious! You can never be too careful! Keep from getting sick with new Stay Away Spray. Hey Tom, we need to talk about the Phillips account. Ow! What? I'm not sick! Alright, that was just because you're my boss and I don't like you. Available now. Maxine got the vaccine. Yeah, she's she did. doing fine. She is doing fine. Yeah, she's doing fine. Yeah, the 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 COVID and the flu. Yes, it's kind of a double shot. Each arm. Yeah, you're like uh, Travis Kelsey. You know, he got both. Oh yeah. You yep. know, you're in the Travis Kelsey group here. Yeah, I wonder how much crap club. he's gotten for for doing oh, that. Oh, I'm ad. sure Probably a ton doesn't of crap. Care. Yeah, he doesn't give a crap. They don't care. They don't. They they make so much. They're like, okay, whatever. Uh, do you even wonder if a lot of celebrities have layers and layers of people who screen their social stuff anyway? 
I mean, I know they do. I don't know how many layers, but I know, you know, it's, I think it's pretty rare when you get to be so big that you do your own socials. Yeah. It is. I mean, you can kind of tell if it's, like I was watching Kelsey Ballerini's, or I just, not watching, but she just came up in my feed over the weekend, and she she and Chase Stokes are celebrating one year of dating, mm-hmm. and you know, it shows some pictures of, of them at the house, and so I'm pretty sure she's doing some of her own socials. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Blake Shelton does some of his own socials, and they probably do, most of them probably do some, but then they also have official People. posts, and song releases, and album releases, and tour releases yeah, that yeah. are handled by other people. And I know one or two people too that I'm thinking this doesn't sound like you. Somebody's screening your text messages. This doesn't sound like you. Like if you're if you know that person pretty well and they're they're replying in a certain way, you're like, mm, I don't I uh, I may be under the, you know, the screening radar that way. Hey, uh flying If you flew over the weekend, you may have uh, seen some long lines, customer service, because the FAA grounded more than 100 Boeing 737 MAX planes after a hole broke open in one midair. Did you see the picture? That is crazy. Now, was it just a hole or was that like a door? It looked like a door. I think it was a door. That actually flew off. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshing noise and all the air masks dropped. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. Now I've... So it was. it's a place where you can put an, an, an emergency exit door, but this plane had a door plug in place. Okay. They hadn't put the emergency exit door there. Just a little rubber plug. Yeah, it was just like a normal <laughs> side panel with a window. Uh, the cabin became depressurized. Oxygen masks dropped from above. If you watch the video, which is part of where that came from, right? everybody's pretty pretty chill about it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, can you imagine? I, I wonder what it feels you're like. you're the guy sitting by the door plug that came off, Yeah, I would be freaking out. How weird would that be? I mean, you'd obviously... Try to move as soon as you can, but when you lose cabin pressure like that, at that elevation, that's got to feel. That's just got to be so weird, because I don't think our bodies are designed to adjust. Good immediately. thing the masks drop down because yeah. I don't think I'd have the wherewithal, presence of mind to go. Oh, I need to press this button to get my mask out. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing they just drop down. Yeah, which is good. Now, technically, this was mid cabin door plug. They said the pilot. Uh, asked for an emergency landing. It was successful. All six crew members and 171 passengers on board were fine. Uh, In response, the FFA forced airlines to ground the Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft for additional inspections. Uh, They say this was precautionary, but it's worth pointing out these are the same planes that were in the news for other problems five years ago. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Would you, which, if, uh, if you got been. your ticket and it showed it was a Max uh, 737 Max 9, would you mm, hesitate? Not. Well, first of all, I don't, I don't fly Alaska Airlines. Well, I think I think but, a lot of airlines use did, the Boeing 737. And if you saw like a little recall on this, no. If you if your ticket said, you know, because it tells you what plane yeah, you're on, if yeah. it said the Boeing 737 Max 9 aircraft, would you be like, I might get a different flight? 
No? Mm, unless the door falls. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dave, then it's too late. It, but then maybe they'll give me a credit for another <laughs> free flight. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> <laughs> you take the chance of another free free flight, maybe. Well, in 2018 and 2019, shortly after being introduced to Boeing 737 MAX, eight planes crashed, killing everyone on board. One was an Indonesian flight. The other was an Ethiopian flight. Safety issues in those cases had nothing to do with the plug door problem. And the 737 MAX planes have had an excellent safety record over the past few years. Sounds like some of the planes could be cleared to return to the air soon, but others may take weeks to go through protocols. By uh, the way, they're, uh, they, they said they're still looking for the piece of the, the plane, but I think they found it. They did find it. It was, it was in, in a Bob's. school teacher's backyard. Yeah, his name is Bob. They called him Bob. <laughs> a school teacher by the name of Bob found it. And you know what else they found, ironically, too? Two other cell phones that flew out the window. That is so that out there. crazy that and they, they found up... two cell phones that fell out of the sky at 16,000 feet. I wonder if they were still working. <laughs> Probably. Can you imagine? That takes, makes for a good... Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. T-Mobile. It would. Uh, commercial, wouldn't it? You know, it reminds me of the boarding process whenever you go and you fly and stuff. And uh, this was kind of a funny, interesting uh, process. Members and veterans, thank you for your service. Welcome aboard. We'd like to continue with our school teachers who spend all of their extra time explaining sign-up genius to clueless parents and spend all of their extra money on magic markers because our children left the caps off of them. Thank you and welcome aboard. Next up, any moms who packed for themselves, their children, and perhaps their husbands, welcome aboard. Again, that's just the moms, dads. Nope, hang back with uh, the kids if you don't mind. Give moms a chance to breathe. Maybe take a tequila shot. If you have an Android and everyone keeps shaming you for not having an iPhone, welcome aboard. Next up is nurses. Welcome aboard. Nurses, doctors, no, you're great, but you get all the credit. They do all the work. Nurses, welcome aboard. Okay, next up, anyone who volunteers to coach a kid's sports team and puts up with parents who thinks their child is the next LeBron James, he is not the next LeBron James, you are welcome to board. Okay, if you work at an animal shelter, you are welcome to board. If you volunteer at a local election site, you are welcome to board. If you work retail during the holiday season, Welcome aboard. Okay, we all caught up? Okay, I guess first class. You guys can come on now. No, we're going to have to check. Sir, we're going to have to check your bag. We're pretty full. <laughs> there you go. Uh, little spoofs on the uh, the way uh, they board planes, which isn't far from the truth, it seems like, sometimes. However, uh, I do not mind at all if military and first responders no. and teachers and all of those other people. I mean, point being, there is a lot of people that you're like, yeah, go before even the first class. Good on you, moms, for trying to get all of these, uh, you know, kids and dads and whatever, everybody, uh, trying to get you all uh, fixed up and ready to to go fly with the whole fam. Uh, one of our listeners says, my sister is a flight attendant for Alaska Airlines. She was supposed to transfer to that plane for her second shift leg. Oh, wow. Weird. Oh, so that, that's when you're glad. Yeah. Uh, you didn't do it. But I'm every, glad. everybody was yeah, all right. I'm Just glad a that everybody of minor was all right. Injuries. And I'm glad they handled that all. Can you imagine going out to your backyard and finding a plane of a door? <laughs> what, what is You're happening? Like, what is uh, going on here? And now a game that pits man against woman. Play Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. Call now to win. 385-292-1043. 385-292-1043. All right, we have four tickets to the RMPRA Winter Series Rodeo presented by Elite Productions. Uh, these tickets are for Saturday night at the indoor heated Golden Spike Arena. Sweet. And all we need is a guy and a girl to give us a call and play Battle of the Sexes. What's your name? 
Oh, they hung up too late. Uh, good morning, Z104. What's your name? My name's Josh. Josh. How the heck? Hold on a sec. We'll find you a, a girl, okay? Sounds good. All right. Born on the Z, are you a female? I'm a female. What's your name? Sam. Sam. Sam and Josh. Sam, we're going to go first, okay? Uh, Sam, roughly how much would you expect to pay for a wireless video game controller? $15, $50, or $120? Um, $120. $50. <laughs> Not that much to go Dude. wireless. Man, several people in my family now have Nintendo Switches, I guess. Is that kind of the, the next new I thing? I guess. You know, that's Whatever. what we got for Christmas. Must yeah. be the, we're just out of the loop, David. I know. We're so old fat. I still have Mario on regular <laughs> Nintendo. Atari. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, when I blow on the cartridge, it still it, it works sometimes. Uh, Josh, here's your question. Reality TV star Gia Guidas is celebrating her 22nd birthday. Which Real Housewives show does her mother, Teresa Guida, star? Orange County? Oh, wow. I know. I know. Orange County, Atlanta, or New Jersey? Uh, what was the last name? Guidas. <laughs> I think it's... Go, I'm going with New Jersey. Yeah. Well, how, how would you say it? Guidas? I think it's Guidas. Oh, wow. But I'm not sure because I don't watch. I only watch the Salt Lake one. I've never watched any other Real Housewives, so I'm not sure. So you I know want she was to in the news because her can't. husband went to jail for something. But oh, uh, you said New Jersey. Yeah, correct. Right, Sam. Uh, we're about All to right. get into the NFL playoffs. Which team won the Super Bowl last year? The Cowboys, the oh. Chiefs, or the 49ers? Um, the Cowboys. The Chiefs. Okay. Josh, which of the following beauty tools are used? Oh, my gosh. You're killing me, Dave. <laughs> which of the following beauty tools are used to remove unwanted hair from the body? Tweezers, brush, lash curler. Tweezers. Yep. Wow. We, it's about time we got That's an right. easy one, though. Okay. No Sam, uh, no that means Josh is the winner. But just for fun, Sam, it's Argyle Day. Which Not of these necessarily. Oh, which There's the, only been two. He's two for two, and she's one, she's one, one. She's got one, one. No. Oh, I'm I'm zero. She's zero. Oh, I marked the oh. I marked the game console correct. Sorry, my nope. bad. Nope. Oh, yep. Uh, okay, Sam. Just for fun, it's Argyle Day. Which of these action flicks featured a minor but memorable character named Argyle? Die Hard, Speed, or The French Connection? <laughs> no idea. Um, speed. Die hard. Well, you went over three, consistent. After I finally got my <laughs> scores correct, I was trying to sneak you in a winner, or at least a I appreciate it. correct answer in there. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, Josh. Even though you walked away with it, let's go ahead and give you a bonus question here. Fashion designer okay. Carolina Herrera celebrates a birthday today. Which of the following signature fragrant fragrances fragrances did she create? Was it Chanel Number no. Nine, Good Girl? Or uh, Gerlain Chalamar. Chalmar. Sure, that one. No, the middle one. Good girl. But you had enough to win anyway. <laughs> Josh, you're going to the rodeo on Good. Saturday night. Okay.
Mitchell Tenpenny on the Z. Now, I have never used the out-of-office thing. Uh, somebody pulled hundreds of people who work from home. A third of them say that they've done it before where it says out-of-office. Only 8% have been caught, so it's fairly low risk to do it. These are the top five reasons we'll lie about being away from our computer. Coming I in. never take a minute if I'm going to be away from the computer no. to say out-of-office. No, because that this would be just to take a nap. Yeah. 7%. Say they've done it to 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 uh, take a nap. Twelve uh, percent of us do it to do chores around the house. Uh, to go run an errand. Fourteen percent of us. Twenty percent say to work without being distracted. Okay, and then the number one, just to take a mental break. A fourth of us, twenty-five percent, said that that one applies. I love to go how ahead we're and all take... kind of giving ourselves a little mental break once in a while. Yeah, maybe it's taking a mental day, a personal day off, but it's for mental health maybe i'm just a wimp but no i love love paying more attention to that no but and i do too and i think and 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 all joking aside i think it's super important i think we have neglected mental health for many many years yeah and uh and if you've ever listened to the show you know now why deb and i take 43 (laughs) days off a year because of our mental health reasons Uh, Now, the most inappropriate emojis at work include a beer mug and an eggplant. Now, I, for a long time, did not include emojis in an email because I thought it appeared to be unprofessional. Uh, Those days are gone. They say it's okay now to go ahead and just use some of those. Someone asked a 1,000 employees uh, to name the most inappropriate emojis to use at work. Uh, Can you guess what number one is? How you answer might depend on your age. Okay. So for Gen Z, those you young whippersnappers right now, it's the peach emoji that kind of looks like a butt. Okay, for millennials, it's the beer mug emoji. Now, why would that be so bad? Is that just implying that you're? Yeah, so you're like, let's go get toasted after we fill out this report. Yeah, Gen X, that's uh, eggplant emoji, my fave. And baby boomers think the middle finger emoji is the most unprofessional to use in a work email. You remember how the emojis were coming out and they still didn't have a middle finger for a long time? I was come on. Let's not pretend like we're not going to use this one the most. The cross your fingers and the middle finger came out and I was like, oh, this is great. (laughs) I can start to use this now. Now, the top answers for men and women were also different. Women think the peach and eggplant emojis are the most unprofessional Men, not so much, said the beer mug and the kiss mark emojis are the most offensive. Okay, but the one that got the most votes overall, the beer mug emoji. So I guess uh, talking about getting drunk at work, still a little taboo, <laughs> no, I No, I used the beer mug emoji, but <laughs> I could have used the eggplant, and I didn't. That's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so the top five in order are uh, peach, middle finger, kiss mark, eggplant, beer and mug. And the beer mug. There you go. Don't use any of those in your work emails. It's frowned Unless upon. for some reason it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> then then Judy, I think it's okay. Could you bring your sweet little peach over here? Yeah. Take a letter. <laughs> <laughs> or some coworker just asked you. Yeah, after reviewing all of our uh, leftovers, we don't have any. So Jim Bob <laughs> has nine hundred and twenty-four bucks in the jackpot. He's coming up next, and that will happen in just about exactly an hour from now at ten fifty. And you have a chance to win that big chunk of change. That's just under a, a grand. 
Now, I think the highest amount, man, we got up where it was around thirteen, fifteen hundred. I think so. I don't know what it was. Uh, like but we're well on our way. Yeah. Nine hundred twenty-four bucks up for grabs at ten fifty with the mystery sound. Don't forget the strong VW Super Bowl pool is underway. We're giving away squares at eight, ten, noon, two, and four, as well as a dozen buntinis from the Foothill Village location of Nothing Bunt Cakes. Look, we're not forgetting about the other hours either because we have Country Fan Fest ticket tag going on in the 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 3 p.m. hours. And so just about uh, giving stuff away every stinking hour right here on this radio station, and you have a chance to win those Country Fan Fest tickets. You do. It is ticket tag. So the person who won in the 7 a.m. hour, that you do need to know their name to go ahead and win in 11 a.m. And if you don't, just go ahead and uh, jump into the contest, find out who won 11 a.m. hour. And then uh, go into the 3 o'clock and win those that way. But we're doing it all week long. Chance for you to win two wristbands to all four days of Country Fan Fest, July 24th uh, through the 27th out there at the Deseret Peak Complex in Tooele County. A lot of and, great artists. And uh, if you want to see Parker McCollum close up and pers- up close and personal, uh, enter to win the uh, backstage tour package on our website at Z104Country.com. Man, can you believe it's almost the weekend? No, but we're going to be at Legacy Roofing this afternoon from 3 to 5. So yep. come by and say hi. We'll have some free stuff. And you can enter to win Kane Brown concert tickets. And, of course, you'll find out more from uh, Josh. And, and uh, I'm sure he'll have some Amazon gift cards uh, on hand uh, to give away as well just for having your roof checked out. Boy, we still have a lot of winter ahead of us. So it would be a good time to get uh, hooked up with Legacy Roofing. We'll be back at the crack. But tune in anyway. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to your mother.